It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. 30 years. Congratulations. Yay. Wow. Still doing it. (laughs) Still liking it. Oh, that's more important. Getting to the current news, this is important. August housing starts were up 9.2%, and housing permits were down 5.7%. We're going to get to that in a minute, but there was a big surprise that housing starts were up 9.2%. That's good news, right? Yeah, absolutely. We need new construction. We need new houses. We need more inventory. So this is excellent. Right. Good news. Drilling down a little deeper, (laughs) however. I already know where where this goes. Most of it. Most of that increase was for multifamily housing, rentals, that could also include condos and the like. Right. But only 1.9% increase in... Single family homes. Yeah, so. so that's not much for the single family homes. I know. If you want to move to multifamily property, we've got plenty of it coming. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, you know, they just keep building those rental properties, yeah. right? Because they must be profitable, but at some time they're going to be overbuilt. And then they'll just convert them and to condos. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll switch them back. You're so cynical. <laughs> it's true. However, housing permits were down 5.7%. That's not good. No, that, that's telling you that they see things are flattening a little bit. The cost of the land, labor, materials is yeah. rising. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a pullback Something there. Something about a pullback. And, you know, maybe tariffs have had a little bit to do with this because of rising lumber prices and things like that. The labor shortage that you just mentioned, yep. you know, it's, it's hard to find people who want to be plumbers and electricians and That's, carpenters. I'll tell you, you can make a lot of money. I know some yeah. very wealthy plumbers. Mm-hmm. Well, they own the plumbing company. I know. <laughs> but they, you didn't own the plumbing company without being the plumber. Well, you got to start somewhere. You start at the bottom. Yeah, that's, there's no question about that. And also land prices have risen as I well. I just had a plumbing problem and the guy came out and I saw how high that bill was. I'm like, <laughs> I whoa, know, I, I should become a plumber. <laughs> That's probably a sign of the top of the real estate market when you're starting to complain about your plumber's costs. All right. So let's move on here. We've talked about this before, but older homeowners are delaying downsizing. They're not moving. The idea is, the meme is, you have your house for your children. You bring up your family. It's nice and big. Yep. Family moves out. And And after a while, then you... Family (laughs) moves back. (laughs) Okay, well, let me finish my part first. And then you, you already said the punchline. But the bottom line is basically that there's this idea that's just the two of you, and you're going to now downsize into something smaller and something more affordable. Right. If you built up equity over those years, you can take out that excess equity now because you're. That's right. Uh, you've bought uh, travel. Something. You can do all those things that you dream about. Yep. But then something happened, and, and the kids moved back. <laughs> they moved back. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, it's very common, and this is a true scenario. The senior people are trying to move out, and they've got their grown children moving back in. You know, the average age now of people downsizing is 80. Wow. Now, they're working longer, so so they don't need the finance assistance, so they're just staying where they're at. Yeah. And then, you know, they make it really cushy, and the kids come back. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no more comment on that. I think uh, it speaks for itself. Yeah. All right. So that idea has changed then. You know, people hit age 65, age 70, they move and so on, but that's now being delayed. It's being delayed. It's, yeah. it's closer to 80. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Now you have the millennials clashing with the seniors ah. and they're all fighting for the smaller. smaller homes. So you've got investors, first-time homebuyers and seniors all fighting for 
you know, that $300,000 home in our area. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they're building more multifamily housing. That could be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to accommodate this. So you this. can buy a decent place for 300000 You can buy two 000. of them. You can buy two of them. All right. Okay. So another very interesting fact is that homes in eight states have lost billions in potential value based upon rising sea levels, rising river levels, right. rain, and, and so on. Tell us about that. Yeah, so you're looking at $14.1 billion in lost values, according to a new study. And that's high. And $7.4 billion in home value appreciation was swept away just in five states. Of course, Florida always leads the pack in almost every category. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. But interestingly enough, Steve, in the tri-county states, which is New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, they lost $7 billion. Just for those three. Just those yeah, three. Yeah. And then at the same time, then you look at, speaking of New Jersey, Ocean City, New Jersey, they lost $530 million versus Miami Beach, for example, which was more like 337 I think the point here is that you expect it from Florida because Florida is known for weather and uh, high seas at times. And hurricanes, of course, but you don't really expect it in Connecticut. Right. And that's the difference. And the difference is their real estate values are so much greater than ours. So that's why the numbers are higher in those states. So that's a good point. Well, so it's making a case. You know, it's, it's interesting because the bottom line really should be whether the insurance companies are charging more or not. I don't know the answer to that. Right. But I mean, that's really where you can see how the statistics really work. Because the insurance companies are going to price their premiums based upon where you live and sure. what, what the risks are. So watch out if you're living in this tri-state area now, right? Yep. Because we all know that. Okay. Another change that we're seeing is that people are checking on their financing first before they come and see you, the realtor. So smart. We've always preached that when somebody comes to us, we first thing we do is put them in touch with a lender. A lot of them now are doing it on their own. They've finally got the message, this is what we need to do first. So by doing that, they're fully aware of you know what their costs are going to be, what they can afford. So it makes the shopping experience a lot better. Mm-hmm. When you look for a home that's in your price budget, then you won't be disappointed when you look at something that's more expensive that yeah. you can't afford, and now you really want that, but you can't afford it. So okay. Why does the realtor show that property first? <laughs> <laughs> it's a strategy. <laughs> I know it is. I know. It's called anchoring. We'll get into that in another episode. Unfortunately, we are out of time. My guest, as always, is Terry Story, a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.